Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for your post-Thanksgiving into Survivor Series weekend a SmackDown review show for Friday, November 24th. We appreciate you joining us. We hope you had a wonderful and safe holiday. To those of you who went to WrestleCade, I hope you had an absolute blast. To those of you who are still going to WrestleCade, if you uh, see Sean, be sure to say hi. Tell him that Kate does a great job and she deserves a huge race. No, I'm just kidding. Say hi to Sean. Uh, he will be there. Jeremy will be there. Uh, are already there. Tons of fun stuff happening at WrestleCade, but tons of fun stuff happening here too. We've got some incredible wrestling on the horizon boy oh boy we've got survivor series we've got world's end we've got so much happening before the end of the year and if you want scoops about it head over to fightfulselect.com we're running a black friday special five dollars a month i tell you five dollars a month starting black friday okay fine that's what it always is but it's a bargain year round people you should love this you should love getting all the scoops that you can it sincerely helps it's the reason we all get paid to do this, quite frankly. So we appreciate your support over there. In addition to all the scoops in the game, you get alternative post shows to what's on the main, usually myself and Alex Pulowski, doing what we do best, being sour behind the paywall. We have a great time with those. Um, I will be on the main Survivor Series uh, post show with Denise Alcedo, and then I will be hopping over to help out Alex Pulowski behind the paywall on that. Um, bonus podcasts, you had... Sean publishing his FAQs about CM Punk. You have his uh, weekly Q&A, which I think is vastly underrated because he will try and find answers to all your questions. So head over to FightfulSelect.com and subscribe if you hadn't already. And darn it, we've got wrestling to talk about tonight. We've got things to worry about tonight. So get in those super chats and get in those humper chats. Leave a thumbs up on this video if you would be so kind. Uh, Alex and I were talking about this episode a little bit before we hit the go live button. It was very go home feeling. I think a lot of the magic of tonight's episode is what's going to unfold in Survivor Series tomorrow. So some good things that left inklings here. Um, but as far as like an episode of SmackDown, not the strongest. 
I think it's leading into a pay-per-view that that should be pretty solid, though. I, I think that's probably pretty fair to say. Right, Alex? Is that what we were uh, saying before we went I hard? mean, it was... I told you this, and I'll say it again. It was To me, it felt like an episode of Talking Smack. It wasn't <laughs> really like a, a, a normal episode of Smack. It just... It was... It's it's great that we're about to have a, a pay-per-view tomorrow, and we try to keep everyone safe so that the pay-per-view goes without any any problems. But it just sucks. Like there was really no progression of anything. We could have had more newer wrestlers on the card, knowing what's going to happen tomorrow with everyone else that was on TV today. You know what I'm saying? Like I guess maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong for thinking that way. You know? No, it's it's a tough. This is this is something that I feel like we run into a little bit uh, more often with WWE because they have a go home once a month. Right. Sure. Like they have really frequent pay-per-views. So um, some of these episodes just feel very go homey because we have so many go homes. But I agree with you that things need to feel a little bit more fresh. We've also seen a lot of rematches and a lot of people facing each other over and over again. Um, with This year we saw Triple H, then Vince is back in power, then Triple H. And like it, it's been a lot of flipping of the switch. So I think part of why we've been in rematch city a little bit is probably just trying to get some stability around what's going on. Now, we've also seen a ton of progress in, um, I think, 26 women got used on Monday, which sure. is insane. Yeah. Like, we've seen a lot of really great strides. I think the rest of it is just kind of catching up to Triple H realigning the chessboard for himself again. But for episodes like this, doesn't necessarily make it the most compelling. But what we're going to do is run through tonight's episode of SmackDown. And along the way, we'll kind of talk about what we think the implications for Survivor Series are going to be. Um, we did get the Brawling Brutes in action against Pretty Deadly. We saw dissension last week with uh, the Brawling Brutes. I'm wondering if a loss here is going to lead to some more fraying of that. So I think there are things that are in play. It's just tricky when we have this pay-per-view to clear as well. But let's dive in. I am very excited to do so because we got pay-per-view coming up. So uh, we open with this good girls, bad girls promo. We got all the good gals in the ring. Um, Becky Lynch saying a lot of people were wondering why she teamed with Charlotte and Belair, which was a little bit off base because her and Belair had made up right before Becky had gotten injured and such. So the Charlotte thing was really the bigger piece of that to me, but Becky said that she wanted to carve up damage control, which I thought was a nice little post-Thanksgiving humor. Um, and Bianca noted how they have a solid team. The crowd was really hot for this, which I, I love yeah. to see in general, but for women's wrestling especially. Charlotte was getting wooed. We got EST chance for Bianca. Becky is obviously massively over. And I liked this a lot. I liked Shotzi chiming in. So Shotzi's delivery is not necessarily for me. It's very over the top. Um, but I do like, A, that she's getting some shine in this because she has kind of felt like the, and they're Shotzi, member of this. But for yeah. her to say that she could barely contain herself to get all this carnage out at War Games, like reminding us of who Shotzi is in War Games, and that damage control humiliated when, her when they cut her hair, like now it's made her stronger and unpredictable and unbreakable, I think she had said. Like, I really like that... She called back to the fact that damage control cut her hair. And I really like the fact that she reminded us that she's an absolute 
maniac in war games and that she was using words that are baby face words for a character like this like mm -hmm. her using language about being stronger and unbreakable like those are baby face words it just comes out in this kind of unhinged way right so um her wanting to unleash this madness on damage control but kind of alluding to the fact that like there's a reason that she wants to face damage control too um and that it is there they were what sparked this change in her i thought was really really solid again the delivery a little bit not not my style a little bit much but i'm i'm glad that they gave her a moment to speak here and then we have bailey coming out who kind of says what i think a lot of people were thinking which is like charlotte and becky for a decade have not gotten along and she says that charlotte used to talk about becky behind her back and becky would do the same to charlotte when one wasn't there uh the other was talking s word we'll mm -hmm. say um she says becky's gotten soft since she became a mom which i love um and that becky was a last resort for this team which i also loved because damage control went around taking out all the other viable women who would be in that spot on smackdown so a lot of stuff to love there um but becky said she didn't come to chicago to talk she came to fight which i love a woman who wants to come and fight in Chicago. Let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Charlotte points out, where are all your friends, Bailey? Which I really, really liked because they had a whole force that were out there and Bailey was standing out there alone. Um, and they essentially head into setting up a match here, which Adam Pierce was not a part of. Or I'm sorry, which Nick Aldis was not a part of. But uh, Bailey asks eventually her own group, which group members wanted to wrestle later. And Dakota said, thanks, but no thanks. We think it should be you and Asuka. Mm -hmm. So Dakota playing a fun little part in this. What did you think? I ran down a lot of stuff. But what did you think of our, our opening segment here? I thought it was a pretty predictable but strong way to go. I agree. It was a very strong way, uh, strong way to open. Um, I, I believe the, the girls are going to kill it tomorrow. And I think that it was just a, a perfect way to start. Give the crowd, um, feed them, feed them, feed them the, the ladies. Because I'll tell you what, they're going to steal the show tomorrow. Um, as much as I'm looking forward to like, yay, Randy Orton's back or whatever. I want to see what these girls can do in the cage. There's a lot of drama in between every single person in that damn ring. Uh, so whether they're friend or foe right now. So um, I, I'm, I'm super excited to see what the girls are going to do. I thought it was a great opening. Shotzi's really playing this. I don't want to say character. I think this is her. Yeah. I think, I think she's turning it up a little bit. You know, we, we've we always heard the Attitude Era guys talk about being themselves just to the umph degree. And I think she's doing that. And I love it. I'm, I'm so behind her with everything that she's doing. I agree. It's really nice to see her have a focused track because she came up in a tag team and then was switched out to another tag team. And then she was the plus one of Raquel and a couple other people for a yes. while. Had some solo stuff. That match with Ronda didn't go as people were hoping, I don't think. So seeing her on a consistent track, and to your point, one that feels like it resonates with who she is a little bit, like this is really, really good, and I'm glad that she is getting this moment. Ryan Ben, yeah. chiming in on behalf of uh, Alex Prime, uh, Alex Pulaski, who will be live with your Rampage Watch Along and SmackDown review, as always. I'll probably hop on there after for some predictions saying uh, that he was right. Becky and Charlotte make no sense. It makes way more sense if Bianca called Becky in. Sorry, Mira, Alex, and Kate. No spooky witches and no suit. Don't even get me started. We're going to talk A about the suit. A lot of stuff going lingo. on, yeah. 
Um, but it would have made more sense if Bianca called, but I'm glad today they at least justified it with the dissension with Charlotte and Becky said, I answered that call because I want to carve damage control up. Like it didn't matter who from that team called. She was coming in to take on damage control. So while I very much agree, it would have made more sense with Bianca. Um, I think it, it works. Like I think they've done a good enough job of at least making an attempt to justify it. So not bad. Um, Oh yeah, there is no rampage tonight. My apologies. I don't know. Nope. Not a watch along. Just a review from Alex starting later. So my apologies on that. But some good stuff there. We're gonna get to the other drama that unfolded. But it's very cool to see the women have that through line. Especially, I'm better about calling this out. And I forgot last week there was not a women's match last week, but there were multiple segments. Having them in the opener in the main event this week, good stuff. We will take it. Not a bad way to go. Uh, but we got our first match of the night in the Judgment Day. Damian Priest and Finn Balor versus the Street Profits. The Hurt Profits, the Street Business, whatever they are. Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins. In a nine and a half minute match. And there's a reason that's important. I'm going to come back to it later. Uh, but this ends with Finn Balor landing the coup de grace on Ford for the win. Uh, the crowd... It, uh, the Street Profits were not so much heels in this. I'll just put it that way. I think the crowd really, really likes these guys. A really nice spot in here where Dawkins landed this really nice jumping, twisting elbow. Uh, and Damian Priest tags in and runs right into his spinning neckbreaker. That was really good. Uh, there was the attempted finish with the revelation. I think there was some sort of miscommunication because it came across a little bit clunky. But nothing too bad other than that. Except for the fact that this was just a little predictable and that you knew that the Street Profits were going to lose. And I feel like there's been a lot of start and stop with this Bobby Lashley, BFAB, Street Profits angle. Like, they have lost, and then Bobby Lashley would go get them fired up. Like, you need to be more aggressive to get out there and win. And then they'd win a couple, and then they lose. Like, it just doesn't feel like this has any direction right now. And... I think the way to get this on track would just be like this karmic reset. If Bobby Lashley would just go ahead and send me one of his suits because today he was just downright trolling me, Alex, the suit he had on tonight looked so fabulous, clean, fresh, like, Oh my gosh, whoever steamed or ironed it. Incredible job. Absolutely impeccable. The pocket square. Like now it's now you're just out there to hurt my feelings because this suit looked so good. I'm asking for one suit sent to me by Bobby Lashley. BFAB's watching with him. BFAB, I'm right here. Woman to woman. Get me a suit. Let's hook for it up. For real Okay? For real Come on. Interesting that they're continuing to watch, but I'm also like, hey, where the heck is this all going? This has been going on for a while with no real consistency. We've seen a lot of back and forth with this. Uh Nothing wrong with the match, but darn it, Alex, nothing right with this match really either. <laughs> no, it just, it just, it didn't, it didn't feel like it didn't have any hype. It just didn't really feel like anything. And then Bobby Lashley getting pissed at the end. What are we seeing? Are we seeing more or less of him just continuing to get pissed to, to, um, you know, bring him back up and rile him up and be like, come on. Or is he getting pissed to just like slap him around and say, forget it. Like, I, sh- I don't know why I teamed with you guys. You know, um, 
I don't know. It just it didn't have it didn't have that that street profit feel to the match at all. Yeah, this was just kind of there. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering if Bobby Lashley's going to come smack people. Like, I'm going to smack people that do this crap because I swear to God. Here we go, baby. Here we go. I swear to God. Fightful has never reported. I pinky promise guarantee super swear that CM Punk is not showing up. Sean has reported over and over again. God. You can subscribe to Fightful Select for the FAQ, okay? Over and over again, he has said that. To this point, WWE sources have told Sean CM Punk is not showing up. In fact, they even told us that Randy Orton is the fifth guy so that people would not be let down. Fightful's credibility would not be affected because Sean at no point said CM Punk is not showing up. Just the same way Sean has said nothing about CM Punk being the devil or not being the devil. The problem this is, is that people. This is not reporting. This is not reporting what WWE had said. Stop. The problem is that people want to hear and drive their own narrative with everything. They don't. They don't care. They they just want to be able to say something they want. God. They there's a lot of what I call a lot of uh, um hate and jealousy out there. You know what I'm saying? It's just people choosing to hear what they want to hear. Instead of actually reading what the frick was reported. Hi, Alex. Look at this Hello. sexy man. Uh, if I. Uh, yeah, thank you. Hello. Yes. Hi. I just I'm, love you. I'm, I'm here to explicitly report that CM Punk will be the sixth man in the War Games match. <laughs> I'm, I'm reporting it. I I'm staking known. my reputation on it. CM Punk will be the sixth man. For, I should have known. For the Judgment Day. He's coming back as a heel. That's right. Get ready to boo him, Chicago, because you know who's going to be the sixth man for Team Cody? The ghost of Dusty Rhodes. You heard it here I first. I knew it. it. Happen. I am staking my entire reputation upon it. And and also, additionally, the entire reputation of this website. It's all because I work here. Everything I say is like part of the beep, whole beep, thing. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, my God. I'm getting a conflicting report. CM Punk is coming back and he's joining damage control as well. I, I saw heard. a picture he's of He's gonna be in both. He's gonna be in I both saw, war games. I saw man. a picture of CM Punk at the airport that my best friend, who's really close to me, uh he's, sent me last night. He's he's gonna be in both war games. In the men's war games match, he's gonna be CM Punk, and then he's gonna put on a wig and he's gonna be in the women's war games match. He's also gonna be CM Punk, but this time it stands for Christina Melissa. Christina <laughs> Melissa Punk will be the, the fifth oh member of the war games team for team damage. Uh... Christina Melissa Punk is such a divas era name. <laughs> Kelly Kelly versus Christina Melissa. Tonight on SmackDown. In a two-minute match where they pull each other's hair. That's right. My God. I'm sorry to go off like that. It wasn't your fault. It's the it was the straw that broke the camel's back because it's no point. Were you were you going off before? I I I just got a message from my sources that CM Punk will be (laughs) in both War Games matches. I am staking my reputation upon it. So also Dusty Roads. I don't mean to bury the secondary lead here. The (laughs) ghost of Dusty Roads is coming back to help his son win War Games. Huge sight for Chicago. I mean, that's amazing, right? Don't forget, Sasha Banks will also be making her way back. 
That's been right. seeing that That's as right. well. They just want every single person that has ever left, including the ones that are in AEW right now, to just leave whatever the hell they're at, whether they're in TNA, New Japan, wherever, and just come back. They want 56,000 people mm-hmm. to be employed at WWE mm-hmm. where you only see six per show. Failed mm-hmm. it. Alex has better sources than Sean. I heard Okada showing up tomorrow. So Jesus, he's gonna. I be heard Tony. I heard Tony Khan himself is underneath the ring right now, just waiting to show his face <laughs> with the devil mask just on. Waiting. Mm-hmm. <sighs> he's gonna take the mask off. I told you it was me. It was me all along. <laughs> My all right. God. I'm gonna go over five will select. And okay, I'll know, join you just... after. I'll hang out there for a while. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm going to sing Judgment Day's theme on Fightful Select for yes. the 20 minutes on a loop. So mm-hmm. join us on FightfulSelect.com right. after. Ha, na, ha, na, na, ha, na. Ha, na, na, ha, na, ha, na, ha. That's me singing that. That is a great tune. Thank you very much. I'm saving that as my ringtone. You remember back in the day when we used to be like, Oh my god, remember ringtones? Like ringtones. Ring actually, actually, I'm gonna do an even better thing. I'm gonna put my phone up to my radio while you're singing that and then pull it in and be like, hey, this is Alex. I'm not here right now. Please leave a voicemail after the tone. And then put it right back to you doing the the sound. So that way, you know, people Perfect. will enjoy some music and my beautiful sexy voice. There it is. This show is sponsored by Better Help. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That's all we need. That's all we need in this world. That's all we need in life. Uh, well, Back to Snackdown. Almost. It's Van Pl- Twinblade's birthday. <gasps> Happy birthday, Happy Van Twinblade. Birthday, Van Twinblade. 
and me, Normus, wishing Van Twinblade a very happy birthday, as we all do here. Thank you so much. Can we get a vegan Normus? <laughs> for, I am. That's me. For I'm you? Yeah. You should change your name to be Normus. Do you know who has two thumbs up and has ribs for Thanksgiving? That's right. Mama Meet Normus's baby boy. Have a smackdown tonight. Well, we're going to get back to our SmackDown review. It was very talk-heavy, as is expected on a go-home episode. Um, we talked about the men's tag titles defense, which was obviously a successful tag title defense for the Judgment Day. Yeah. Later in the night, we get the Judgment Day talking that S, um, feeling confident going into this. I'm very excited to see if there's dissension between Damian Priest and Drew McIntyre. Um, yeah. Because I'm wondering if that leads to a fight over the Money in the Bank briefcase. I really like that idea. But later in the night, we do get them talking their ass. Dominic talks about how it, Jay Uso took out Randy Orton a couple of years ago. Like, there's going to be all this dissension on their team. Damian Priest spoke to Orton and said they would make sure that Orton doesn't have another comeback into the camera. Very aggressive. So that is what we got from Judgment Day today. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that there's going to be some tension between Damian Priest and Drew, or do you think it's going to be like Drew Jment Day? It's it's a little bit weird with with that whole group, right? Like he feels like such an odd man out. Like it just feels like someone's not happy, and they just said, "Here, just we know you want to be on TV, so here we're going to put you in the Judgment Day at Survivor Series." I feel like. I, I don't I don't think I think he might try to turn on on uh on him uh Drew will and probably try to take that briefcase away later down the line before you know um before the, any before he's even able to use it but no man like I it just fe he just feels odd like even the Judgment Day promo feel odd with them just randomly talking to each other staring at the camera. You know, I'm very... you know, you know, JD, you're right. I was like, it just there was no a passion, no like like the old Judgment Day promos were really cool, you know, with Rhea kind of ripping into everyone and, and there being like a lot of like passion into what was going on. This felt like just a bunch of dudes sitting around the couch, like just I'm very tired of the trope of this group runs that yes, like yes. we got that so much with the bloodline yeah now the judgment day feels like a mini bloodline so we rule like sitting around to yourself saying that you rule yes. a show makes you feel kind of dorky yeah um and i think some of the reason that it feels like a little passionless is we've seen these guys face each other so many times yes. already that it's like can we just get to the match please Will Chisholm chiming in saying these fans actually said Randy is going to get jumped before the match and Punk will take his place like WWE would do Bob Orton's son like that. Uh, I don't think you would spoil the Randy Orton return like that. Like if, if CM Punk was coming back, I think you would have him come back. Honestly, I think the Nakamura angle would have been cool. If you were going to have Punk come back to face a guy like him, would have been cool. Um, but I don't think you sacrifice one star to put over another like that 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 flat out makes no sense um but thank you for your chat we appreciate that thank you for your chat <laughs> do we sound do we sound like those npcs on tiktok yet yeah 
Thank you so much. Yeah. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, <laughs> we get what was actually a pretty fun little segment, I thought, with Grayson Waller and Kevin Owens. Because, darn it, in case Kevin Owens isn't great enough, add some LA Knight in there. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff here. Um, we have Grayson Waller out in the ring introducing his guest of Kevin Owens. And surprise, surprise, it's actually Austin Theory. Now, normally I would be like, we kind of just did this a little too recently with The Miz when he had John Cena come out and he was just invisible. But Owens did do this same thing with Stone Cold. So I thought that was kind of like a fun shout. Like that was a fun callback to the Kevin Owens show. Um, yeah. And Waller points out that Kevin Owens is supposed to be suspended. I liked, I thought Grayson Waller did a good job being caught off guard by the fact that Kevin Owens was there because obviously the real Kevin Owens was going to show up. Um, but he, he did a good enough job selling it. And Kevin Owens said, yeah, my suspension ended today. Sucker, what's up now? Which I like. Um, and they kind of quibble back and forth and LA Knight's name comes up here and Kevin Owens is like, first time around here, kid, because you know what happens when you keep saying somebody's name, LA Knight's music hits, he comes down, he gets a couple fun jabs in, including A-Town Clown, which I like. <laughs> I would have gone with A-Clown down. I feel like that's a little stronger because it's calling them clowns and saying they're going down, but that's just me. Who am I to correct LA Knight? But Waller and Owens uh, yell, and uh, they, uh, Kevin Owens says that he should just double punch the two of them right now. And instead, <laughs> you get LA Knight and Owens punching Theory and Waller and destroying um, the Grayson Waller effect set to end the segment leading into the match. I actually thought this was a pretty fun little use of the Grayson Waller effect. I'm a huge Kevin Owens gal, so there's very little wrong that you could do in, in something like this for me. But I just, I feel like the Grayson Waller thing has worked on the main roster. And Kevin Owens and LA Knight are super, super over. This was a really good idea to put LA Knight on a show where um, most of it felt pretty empty. Because you're just going to get that live crowd so into it. Kevin yeah. Owens coming back. Awesome. Um, I, I thought this was an effective segment to set up the match. Now, the match had a runtime of 12.25, which is about three minutes longer than our championship match ran, and that just surprised me, and it felt too long. I feel like the title defense probably should have had a longer runtime than the match sure. that we're about to get. But let's just talk about the promo piece for now. Did you think that this part of the Grayson Waller effect work, or were you like, oh my gosh, this is just a very talk-heavy episode of SmackDown, get to it. <laughs> No, uh, if, yes, yes and no. So his, he doesn't get old to me. There's a lot of segments that do get old. I feel like he kind of keeps it fresh with his, you know, first of all, he has a very sexy accent. So, you know, like I'm listening to him talk anyway. Um, and he likes, he brings a different tune to every single time he's on. Um, he, he, he pokes the bear in a different type of way than the Miz has for the last 15 years in the ring with, uh, you know, his talk show. Um, I haven't really seen anything else outside of that. When maybe when Chris Jericho had his, and and you I mean, know, the Kevin uh, Owens show is fantastic, but it's yes, most, it's mostly a parody on wrestling, but again, shows. right? And it's also <laughs> been it's also been short segments, it hasn't been like consistently. The Grayson Waller effect has been on consistently, yes. When it comes to Kevin Owens, it's like here, here's one time, two times, maybe you know, so and so. So, I do think that 
it was fun. I, I thought it was cool when uh, when uh, what's his name? Um, these Austin Theory comes out dressed as him, and and Corey goes, "How long have I been gone?" <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. And I like Kevin Owens going, "I've never looked better like that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think I think it was fun. I uh, this whole show was kind of like a little top heavy with certain things that we know happens when it comes to go home show go home shows but that this aspect of the show was was kind of fun and entertaining they put the entertainment part in WWE with this one they did orion ben saying kevin owens don't y'all know wrestling tropes love that he is the most consistent color outer of wrestling tropes yes. ever um but yes with the the you say someone's name enough times of course they're gonna appear thing very nice commentary line with that kevin owens just Ah, protect that man at all costs. A national treasure in Kevin Owens. So some good stuff there. And we get into our match, mm. which was decent enough. They did the right thing here. Um, you had a nice little ending sequence with Theory lifting up Knight, but Owens breaking things up and stunning Waller. Uh, Knight going for the BFT on Theory for the win. Having LA Knight get the pin on Theory is the right combination, I think. Theory is there to take that pin. Knight is there to give that crowd the monster, monster pop. Not that Kevin Owens isn't also extremely over, but LA Knight, white, hot, 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 hot. Keep mm. it going. Uh, just felt long in a night where we had very little wrestling. Uh, yeah. I still feel like the rolling stunner, like Grayson Waller having to leave the ring to do his finisher is still, that's just never going to work for me. Like you, if it's your finishing move and I have complaints about this all over wrestling, this is just me being like picky about how I buy into wrestling. Right. If you're trying to finish someone, i.e. Jay lethal, why are you doing a entire handspring before you do a cutter? Like, why are you leaving the ring to deliver it? And also Grayson Waller has a pretty cool move set outside of that finisher. Like he's got a lot of really great looking stuff yes. that I feel like could finish you. So stop leaving the ring to deliver your finisher. I'll but, be honest. I, I honestly thought you were going somewhere else with that. And I was like, Oh, I guess it's ad break time. But uh, <laughs> seriously for two seconds, I'm like, mm, water break. And then I'm like, wait a second. No, she's still going. This is the longest go home to a promo I've ever heard in my life. There it is. No, I was not. Uh, I swerved you. I booked you did. it well. You, you didn't did. know what was coming, but I swear to you. <laughs> I don't swear when I drive. I drive straight. <laughs> I drive fast because I live in New Jersey. And you're in New Jersey. Straight. I, I mean, you probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a, a, a good match. A good match. What did you think of uh, this two of three tag matches tonight? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh, another another one that I, I enjoyed. Um, it's, the, the crowd was so hot. That it didn't, even though like we've seen these matches and these combinations over and over, we've seen Kevin always come out and talk trash with Waller and wanted to punch both of them in the face every single time he talks about them. Um, it felt good. It was good. It was like I mentioned before, it was entertaining. I think it was a, because it was set um, perfectly with the show, with the Grayson Waller effect, that it flowed very well because it could have been, it could have been bad. It could have fallen apart. Um, and I think in the next segment here, we'll talk about what more about the you know what happened after this match with falling apart because I was not happy with a little something. But when we get there, I'll let you know. Yeah, and to your 
to your point, like, I mean, this did feel long to me, but, you know, the tag match didn't feel long enough. And sometimes when things don't feel long enough, you oh, do God. need a little help. I think that's what you were saying before. You know, if your stunner isn't rolling the way that you want it to, you need a little bit of help. If your BFT isn't isn't BFT and all right, if you're not stunning anybody in there, you might need a little bit of help. Uh, and that help comes from our friends at Blue Shoe. Hello. Do you have a limp penis? A difficulty getting it erect? Boy, do I have a product for you. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful will help fix that. BlueChew has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. But they work a lot faster because it's a chewable. It's also much more affordable. Use that promo code Fightful. Get your first shipment free. Just pay $5 shipping. One of the best parts, it's discreet. No awkward in-person doctor's visits. You don't have to go to the pharmacy. It's shipped straight to your door when approved by an online physician. You want to check this out. It will help you. It is a good product. It will make your sex life better. BlueChew.com, the code Fightful. We do sex test tastefully here at uh, Fightful, and you guys should get yourself some Blue Chew if you're so inclined to try it out one day. Code word Fightful. Sorry, it was still. I get so laggy sometimes when those ads play. It it's was okay, still everyone. In the background. What did everyone else mean? hear me? No, they heard you. I was just making sure that they didn't hear me because God bless Sean. We don't need. That ad read just on loop sitting in the back of our heads. It gets weird. I'll tell you right? what, man. The it's way creepy. he stares at me just when he's doing that ad. I He sometimes speaks to my soul. Other so times, right. I'll be honest, he's directly attacking me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll chime you back in saying that at least Triple H gave us a match heavy raw. It is good that people are talking about a women's storyline. Uh, with dam- love the damage control. Yeah, I agree with that entirely. So Raw, ironically, as someone that reviews SmackDown on the main channel, <laughs> Raw behind the paywall, I feel like has had a lot of progress. And yeah. the the biggest thing with Raw for me right now is just that three hours of wrestling is really, really, really it hard is. to book. It's a lot. It's a lot. But we've seen a, a pretty quick turnaround. I've loved everything with Gunther. Um, the Shinsuke stuff is super compelling to me. People coming after Seth, like there's some good things happening there. Mm. Uh, ironically, also like the thing that I generally don't like is the thing that closes the show. Like I'm just so over Judgment Day and Cody's All Stars. That's just a symptom of them needing to get this blow off done so we can move on. Um, but SmackDown has been a little bit more talk heavy. I'm interested to see what happens. Um, when everything is under the same network and those rights renewals. But in the same way that I feel like Dynamite and Collision have their own personalities, I feel like SmackDown and Raw having their own personalities is really good too. Like, Raw should be the match-heavy show. It's three hours. Give us a lot of wrestling on that, right? And SmackDown being a little bit more of a mixed bag, while it's not necessarily my style because I'm such an in-ring gal, um, 
it makes sense to have different personalities within your shows. I, I think that's yeah. actually very important because not everything, as much as I say everything booked on every card should be for me, it kind of actually shouldn't. <laughs> so we do move along. And I do love the emphasis on what has happened with the women's division in general. The turnaround there has been incredible. And it is cool that we saw the women opening and closing the show tonight. That used to be what we got with the bloodline. So absolutely adore that that is what is anchoring stuff down here on SmackDown. But to your point, oh, man, I don't know if they're sticking the landing with the Santos Escobar mm. heel turn. And it's not because of him because he's so good. He's so good at this. He's an even better heel than he was a face. And I think he's a fantastic face. Um, yeah. but the justification just being a little bit too weak here. Uh, I do think some good things are coming out of it. I don't think this segment was necessarily the strongest thing to have happen. So we get Carlito coming out and he talks about it being his first match in 13 years. So what a big deal that is quickly switching the focus to Rey Mysterio and saying, uh, all that he can think about is getting his hands on Santos Escobar and then delivering a message in Spanish uh, and Santos Escobar's new music hits, which is pretty cool. And Escobar speaks to Carlito in Spanish. So I'll let mm -hmm. you do the translating for us. But I like seeing that. I am a big believer that um, letting wrestlers speak in their native language sure. is more effective than... I Actually, Santos Escobar has really great... English so he can do whatever yeah. he wants but in general I love that I love seeing the fire of other languages and the emotion come across and the message being so crystal clear even if I don't necessarily yeah. know what the words are saying and um, you're in Chicago Chicago's predominantly a uh, Latino town there are a lot of Mexicans and Puerto Ricans in, in Chicago so as he was speaking the crowd was reacting so it wasn't you, you you weren't getting a what chant okay um you other freaking states chant. and places that they've been to so annoying. Get those what chants back to the year 2002 or whatever. Um, but we got a Carlito attacking Escobar and then they're feuding. Uh, the crowd was like not that into it. Feels like the Carlito stuff was like a huge, huge, huge deal in Puerto Rico. And they just haven't like brought him back in the, the best way. But Carlito throwing Escobar to the ground. Uh, and they're working like these ground to the pound punches and the officials break things up. And just when it looks like it's over, Escobar reappears and jumps off the guardrail to land a nasty looking kick into Carlito's arm, which I like. Carlito sold the hell out of it. Um, but Escobar, like the, the only thing kind of here that stood out to me was like him being like, where's your LWO tattoo? Like I got this tattooed on me. Um, and you're just kind of <sighs> in here after 13 years, but like there was so much juice to me in the other part of this that Ray took that shot at the U.S. title from Escobar, and Ray won, right? But like to me, that's the thing that probably should have been the core prompting the heel turn. The problem is it happened like four and a half months ago at this point, so it's kind of feels late to circle back on it. But just because Carlito was in the LWO doesn't feel like the justification that I need here. Um, after we do have all this saying that Carlito is not in any condition to compete at survivor series. Dragon Lee enters the picture and begs yeah. on this not to postpone the match. Dragon Lee being in this is much more compelling to me than Carlito being in this partly because I don't really have 
that much of an attachment to Carlito. I started watching in 09. He was not like the most for me dude. I think Dragon Lee is phenomenal and has a huge future. So Lee asks Aldis if he can be in the match instead. Aldis makes the match here. Um, I love Santos Escobar, and I think he's going to be one of the biggest star heels that this company has ever made. And I don't think this is a strong enough justification for the heel turn, which kind of, oh, it, it tears at me a little bit because it's, it, I know what this guy is capable of and I know where he's going to go. I just wish this pivotal moment was a little bit stronger. Uh, I mean, last week we had him saying, I wish that they amputated Rey Mysterio's leg. So, I mean, that was all fire, but this just didn't, didn't do it for me. What were your thoughts here? I, I mean, listen, I'm nitpicking here, but from the minute Carlito came out, the, the Latin promo was cool. Um, you know, talking about stabbing people in the back and like all this stuff, you know, like it was it was very um it was very well told. Um but you know, I'm sorry, this is me nitpicking. So shoot me if you want. That's but, what we do. Uh Carlito for me, since I've ever watched him, he's the man that tells you, you know, I spit in your face. He's wearing a shirt that talks about what you do when you eat something. Um <laughs> I have that shirt. Yeah, I bet you do. I do. Someone canceled this woman. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's um, a reason I don't wear it on stream, but I have that shirt. I wear it at dinners. Um, <laughs> Funerals, the weddings. Fa the fanciest of dinners. Um, <laughs> so for him to come out and say, you know, this is my first match in a PLE. Like, or you're already talking to me corporate talk. I don't like it. That's not the Carlitos I remember. You never said PLEs. You never said pay-per-views. You just said you were going to come on and, and beat the crap out of people. Right there, I was like, hey, that's not Carlitos. And then the fight sequence was, was off. The arguing yeah, was off. It was, yeah. It was very not, it was very sloppy. Um, besides uh, Santos coming back through the crowd to do the knee, I think that was the only thing that really stood out to me that was like, well done. Um, the backstage fight with Dragon Lee was really wonky as well. Um, it wasn't normal. Like, I no, felt like they just. A, a head scissors takedown is not a normal backstage problem well you shouldn't even have done it then because it just it just didn't feel right it just the whole aspect now, it of it cool but it yes that's yes. not uh something believable of how someone takes someone down backstage though no, they don't right. stand on a road case and and the backstage <laughs> stuff wasn't even like i didn't care about it. it was just more of what was happening outside in the in the arena like people were just like not following it or cheering or nothing it was just like an unfortunate and it translated through the television because i'm watching it and i was like oh this is not good they yeah, were like absolutely. trying to figure out who was gonna throw who into the steps it wasn't sure like the communication wasn't there so that's what turned me away from it and i was just like uh how are they gonna save this you know unfortunately they didn't he has to fight dragon lee tomorrow um but hey, other than that, we get to see some good Latinos on television, and I'm happy for that. Now, that, that's the beauty coming out of it. Dragon Lee versus Santos Escobar oh, is going oh, to yeah. roll so hard. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for you guys to get to see the good of what we saw in NXT. Like, there's, there's some really, really good work that both of them have done. This is going to be a blast of a match, but getting there was ugly. And to your point, the crowd not reacting was interesting because they were hot all night. They yeah. were so into it. So we will see. But Kylie is here. She's been drunk. Hey, Hi, Kylie. 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 We love everybody, okay? We love. Drink another one for me. We love everybody. Fightfuls for everyone. 
under whatever substance you're under. Okay. <laughs> you're here and you're kind. We love you so much. It's not um, 1920 and prohibition anymore. That's right. That Kylie drink. We used to be a proper country and now we are yeah. drunk, super chatting. Yeah. Wrestling post shows. <laughs> yeah. Back when we used to smoke out of pipes and call each other <laughs> mates and stuff. I don't know what the hell I'm saying. Maybe I've been drinking with Kylie. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I think that's just British. I think a lot of people. Oh, it was British. My bad. Kylie. Sorry. That's where we came from. I'm Puerto Rican. I come from this foreign <laughs> island. I'm like part African and, you know, Spaniard. So there you go. There goes there that. Hey, if you want to travel to a different country, but you don't want to get on a plane. There's a way to do that. And the and reason I... you might want to do that, the reason you might want to go to lithuania would be to get some of these pay-per-views a little bit cheaper okay because AEW is like listen we got a lot of (laughs) pay-per-views and we haven't struck a deal with max yet we're gonna need you to shell out some money okay it's a lot it's a lot but there are certain security features that uh can play to your advantage in such a way and nordvpn is the best vpn in the whole wide world okay that is a scientific fact look it up it's in textbooks okay in high schools across all of america VPN is best VPN in the whole wide world okay i made that up but sean rostap <laughs> is here to tell you about what nordvpn really can do for you it is an amazing vpn they made a huge investment enough and what that does is it comes back to you guys with monster discounts so listen to sean tell you all about it Buying pay-per-views on NordVPN.com slash Fightful is going to enhance your pay-per-view buying process. Now, one subscription to NordVPN has so many different benefits, but if you're a big pay-per-view buyer like myself, UFC, boxing, pro wrestling, all that good stuff, any combination of the three, if they're doing a fight circus or something like that, this subscription will pay for itself after one or two pay-per-view buys. Change your virtual location, pay for it at the prices that other people are paying for it in the UK, in Australia, etc., etc. And you can get different interfaces. Maybe you don't like Peacock and you want to check out the WWE Network the way that it used to be, the way that it was designed to be, the easy navigation, so on and so forth. Maybe you want to watch AEW without commercials. Maybe there's some other overseas services that you can't subscribe to and you want access to them. NordVPN.com slash Fightful gives you that with a great deal and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Even better, 24-7 tech support. So if you have trouble navigating any of it, they can help you out. Fastest VPN on the planet, NordVPN.com slash Fightful. What he said. That's right. That's what uh, NordVPN so good to us. Please be good to them. Tell them you found out about them through us. Um, and sincerely, if you need a VPN, you get a massive discount with us, and they really, sure. really do do a great job. Me, Normus is also drunk in the chat. You guys are wild. All right. I'm working out here. I'm working on a Friday night, working all weekend for you guys. That's what we do, people. It is. It's about drive. It's about power. You know what I mean? Oh, I've heard that one <laughs> twice. Oh, man. So in a match that didn't need to happen because it's happened 485 times, Mm. Pretty Deadly defeats the Brawling Brutes in like three and a half minutes, which is not my favorite way to have Pete Dunne on my television, okay? I want him in there looking like a badass for a long time. 
But I think we might be getting some Brawling Brutes dissension here. Okay. We get Butch landing some. He's Pete Dunn. I'm sorry, people. Butch, he's Pete Dunn. Make him Pete Dunn again. Okay. If there's anything I want in this world more than Bobby Lashley to send me it, Sue, it's just make Butch Pete Dunn again. Every time I read my notes, it makes me so dead, so mad because he's Pete Dunn in my head. It's not. <sighs> Butch. He done has some really nice German suplexes as he always does. His kicks look amazing. We just had text giving for the techers. Okay. He's trying to keep the spirit of it alive, but they're like, you have three and a half minutes. And he's like, well, fine. I'm going to go and I'm going to try and break some people's fingers anyway. But you get Wilson blind tagging in pretty deadly. Amazing with blind tags. Like they pick some really good spots. This one was a little bit more traditional, but their match last week. Some really, really clever blind tags. Uh, Butch hits the bitter end on Prince, but Wilson comes in and rolls Butch up for the win. Uh, I'm hoping, and again, no offense to Ridge Holland, but me being Tekker Stan, me being a Pete Dunn Stan, I love technical wrestling. I love Pete Dunn. I want him to feel like a force. I feel like the Brawling Brutes without... Sheamus have felt kind of like pin eaters, not really doing anything of consequence here for a while now because Sheamus has been out of action for a bit. Um, So either Sheamus needs to come in and he's to get them back on track, okay? One or two things has to happen. He's got to say, get it together, boys, okay? Can't be falling apart when I'm not here. Or we need to maybe let this go at separate ways. Mm -hmm. Um, I would be okay with, with either of those things. I just want Pete Dunn, Butch, to feel important on my television again. As much as I want him to be Pete Dunn, I also want him feeling important on my television again. The dissension last week I thought was interesting. Uh, so if if this loss is symptomatic of Seamus maybe is ready to come back and is going to get this ship back on course, that's awesome. If it leads to a breakup, I wouldn't hate that either. I feel like there's a lot of work these guys can do on their own. Um, but kind of just a Snuck in their match. Very cool when we get three tag team matches on a show, though. I will say that. I love tag teams. Um, and I love tag wrestling. And I want it to feel important in WWE, just as I do with women's wrestling. I think tag wrestling is some of the coolest in-ring psychology sure. you can have. So uh, I am glad that we're getting a push for tag team wrestling in WWE. This just felt kind of superfluous on the show, though. What were your thoughts? Um, I think it was last week or the week before I, I did say that I was... There might be some some stuff happening there with with Dunn and and that group. Maybe they 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 look like they're gonna fall apart. And then today that happened. I was like, they must be watching the show. There's no <laughs> other way. There is just no other reason as to why they would put a little bit of a of a rift between these two mates. You know these uh, yeah you brawling, <laughs> these two brawling brutes. You know, Pete um, is from the UK. Right sure, there. yeah. So it's it's kind of crazy that I did mention that. I was like, I don't know, maybe you know, just I was just spitballing. I'm like, maybe this is we're gonna see them break up soon and face each other, and uh, here we are. Yeah, you it's know? kind of it's. I mean, rolling down the hill. I don't have any insights. I'm not talking to anybody. Everyone, hold your DMs. Alex scoops Doza. <sighs> you know, I've been doing it. This, Alexis this... Car scoops I love that. I'm changing my all of my essence to that <laughs> tomorrow morning. 
Not like a little so, Black Friday scoop from Scoop Doza. Hey. Um, yeah, no, it, they started showing like hints of it, but you were right. I, ahead of them showing hints of it, it was kind of like, well, what are we doing with these guys? And yeah. It's like maybe they're paying that off. So that is pretty neat. Scoopster. Sometimes I'm okay to have on this show. You know what I'm saying? You're great I to have on this show. That's oh, why we keep you so coming much. back. I love coming back. We love that for you. For being here. I don't we love, we love having you here. Stay. I'm not going anywhere. Stay always. Actually, when she leaves the broadcast, I'm going to give everyone a little bit behind the scenes. I, I just leave this on until next Friday, so <laughs> I don't go anywhere. You just sit here. You just stay. We had Twin Blade. Speaking about drinking, my new favorite drink is blue lemonade because oh. I'm a weak baby boy. <laughs> that thing's tasting booze is icky. Look. Do what you want to do. Get lit how you want to get lit. You don't want to taste the alcohol in your alcoholic drink? You don't have to. Let me tell you something. It's it's coquito season for me. You know what I'm saying? There you go. If you guys don't know about the coquito, you're soon about to know when I show up on this broadcast (laughs) for the month of December. Oh, no. You and Van Twinblade and me, Norbis and Kylie are all going to be lit. And I'm just going to be here being like, oh, yeah, I would would like it for the uh, storyline to move along quicker. No, they got got vegan alcohol, right? It's made from plants and stuff. You don't have to I'm just not a big drinker, but. Neither am I, but sweet stuff is delicious. Tis the season to celebrate. But that's all we got from our techers. Uh, Louis reminding us that we still have techmas, though. And a merry techmas to you. Yeah, we do. Look at that. Yeah, Merry Techmas. So we got some backstages here. There were like a lot of video packages that I haven't mentioned. We had the Judgment Day one. We had Caleb Braxton back there. Um, And we got a lot of segments in this kind of highlighting the dissension of the good girl side. Now, this is going to be our main event as well. We get this match set up. You had the baby faces who are talking a lot in this and you get Charlotte and Becky trying to get on the same page. They're bickering until Bianca tells them to basically shape up or ship out here, baby. Um, And we have Charlotte who like seems well-intentioned as does Bailey. They're just not on the same page uh, and they kind of get on the same page. We also had Shotzi and Charlotte talking backstage and Shotzi talking about how damage control bullied her. They kind of pushed that a little bit further saying it would mean the world to her that Charlotte supported her after damage control made her feel less than good. And that mm-hmm. Shotzi uh, talked about Becky and abruptly like left frame to end the segment, just kind of like the old hook pulling off the stage. Um, so this kind of set the stage for the main event. Now I'm kind of glad that there is some dissension on the face side because the men on Raw got to have a match to decide who gets the advantage in war games, right? The women have a poll sponsored by Ruffles to determine this. <laughs> Obviously, if you have Charlotte Flair, Becky, and Bianca on one side of something, they're probably going to win that poll. And Shotzi is hugely popular too. Like, of course, they're going to win the advantage. And Babyface is having the advantage of war games matches. Thanks. Way more often than not. Sure. So you do at least have to have something compelling here with Charlotte and Becky. Like, are they going to be on the same page? Now, in our main event, pretty solid match. But you have the heels winning, which kind of indicates that 
usually if you do wrestling match, the faces are going to win. Um, but I appreciate that they made an attempt to make you wonder if, because there's obviously some very big hints that there's going to be dissension on the damage control side, which we saw earlier in the night, that there right. might be some issues with Becky and Charlotte working together too, which plays off of their history for the past decade in WWE. So I like that they've at least tried to make it feel interesting in that way. I hope that they use this as a way to maybe turn Charlotte back heel. Face Charlotte just doesn't doesn't really click in for me all that much. Um, I think Becky had a little bit more of the heel tendencies tonight, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I think that was just them trying to make her look a little bit more badass. Will chiming in with a huge, huge super chat. Thank you for being so generous. Uh, it's like unbelievable how kind you people are to us. Bailey just doesn't know uh, how much she's making her friends mad. Bailey doesn't see that Mercedes. Oh, don't tease Mercedes coming back on your social media. I'm already sick <laughs> of fans seeing what they want to see when it comes to punk. I feel bad for SRS. I feel bad for SRS too, man. Just let the man do his job. It's what we said. It's what we said, Will. Yeah. It's these people just want. I don't know what it is. They just want a monopoly and run. It's just so weird. It's just weird. It, well, no, because you got it on the other side with like. CM Punk's the devil in AEW too. Like, oh it's, yeah, it's just the CM Punk s storm that happens. Um, but yeah, I just it doesn't matter what Sean reports, people will see and hear what they want to hear. I don't mind a little bit of trolling of Mercedes. Like, she went to Mercedes match in Japan. Everybody knows she's still under contract there, I believe. So, um, if she wants to troll, troll away. Get the get the buzz up, Bailey. I say you go, girl. Uh, but I, I understand though. It's like the constant fans getting themselves up in a tizzy to get themselves let down with what they've decided should happen in their head. Um, so, uh, but we do get our main event. Very cool to see the women in the main event slot. Uh, the heels winning here, which I thought was fun. What were your thoughts on this? Which means, uh, you know, the, uh, the baby faces are going over at, uh, Tomorrow. That, that's another scoop that you might have heard from me here at uh, <laughs> Alex Scoop Doza. Yeah, and Scoop Doza's uh, Scoopster podcast. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 I thought it was pretty good. I, it, to me, this, this whole thing with Becky and Charlotte, we know it. It was, it was real life. Okay, I, I work with someone uh, who dated um, Becky, and he said on on the show that it was real you know they there was there was anger between between the both of them where they didn't even speak in real life you know and it's crazy because you know they're the most professional two people you'll see on television besides that whole thing that happened in the past with the belts but bygones be bygones um i feel like for me they always go to the well with the ladies and they kind of always go back to what possibly works. So this whole thing with Becky and Charlotte, you know, um, I hope that it doesn't turn into something dumb inside the cage. I hope that the girls are able to work together and make the most incredible match ever. They go their separate ways. They go their separate ways. You know what I'm saying? Maybe give each other a high five, hug, whatever. Kind of like just like the crowd's going to go crazy if they do, by, by the way, like embrace each other. Like, you know. Like a Brett and Sean type of deal, so um, I, I I hope that it, it doesn't turn finagly. 
I, I I'd rather let that happen to the heels. Let the let the, the if 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 the good guys win this match, if the girls win this match, the good the good team wins here, and they're leaving, and then you have this dissension happen with Bailey, Oscar, and the rest of them. I will be happy. Just don't 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 let's not start messing around with the whole yeah. Becky and and Charlotte thing because not only it will it feel old, but you know this. I just I want a good story between the the, the whole team there together. Yeah, I'm hoping that this dissension was built just to add some intrigue to that Spiced. side of the, yeah, yeah. the team. Um, I do also feel like Becky and Charlotte are just that, like you said, your Triple H HBK dynamic, your Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens dynamic yeah. of opposite sides, but then have to come together to work together. Maybe sure. they are good, like things like that. So um, I think that's kind of fun to have. We haven't had that in women's wrestling in WWE really kind of in a while of Agreed. like organically build decade long rivals is a, a pretty fun, pretty fun story there. I'm happy. Um, Will chiming in saying that I do think Bailey is that friend that is telling her it's safe now. TKO got Vince out of here. LOL. Uh, Alex giving all the scoops for free. Watch out. SRS. <sighs> the unconfirmed scoops, as I like to say. Yeah, they're on Although I call them unconfirmed. Un unconfirmed. Yeah, so unconfirmed not, scoop. Yeah, they're just don't take them. I did mention something on the on the Twitter, too. It, it, you know, I was talking about knock. Maybe opening his mouth and calling someone out, and AJ Styles comes out. You know they've had a pretty good beef back in the day. I, I hope that it doesn't turn into ball kicking like it was before, um, and more or less of just if if it is him, it would be cool to see them like really go at it. You know, um, especially in the triple in the Triple H era. Yes, yeah. this version of Shinsuke in the Triple H era would kick major booty. Like this thing could go all the way to Mania, and I'll watch every single match. Until the blow off at Mania, you know. Yeah, if this is done properly, that would be really cool to oh, un yeah. undo what they did. Not uh, saying I love it's AJ, version. but it'll be cool to have AJ come out and be the one that's like, "Yo, like." Well, it's know. it's a good shout because where's AJ been? Like, he's he's been off screen. Um, the only other possibility that's been like off screen that isn't in an XT call up is Karen <laughs> Cross, which I don't want to see um i mean the oh. tweet took off i didn't even put any hashtags i didn't name anything no and there was over sixteen thousand things i was like whoa what what is happening what did i do yeah i mean scoopsters does it again scoop scoop doza at it again God, i had wwe hitting me up you know the big oh my gosh there. everyone being like aew like where did you hear this you to embargo that scoopster. i don't know man said, no man can you imagine if i were to open my mouth about who's behind the devil mask forget it oh my gosh and everybody knows who it is i'm not even gonna say it anymore kate i don't know who that is everybody knows i don't even want to say it Ah oh, man, that was our main event tonight on SmackDown. As we kind of said at the beginning, like night. a watchable show, a decent enough show, but a go-home show, right? This was a very talk-heavy episode. Uh, a couple good matches in there, but I'm excited going into the pay-per-view. Let's run down that card real quick, and then we will yeah. get out of here. Um, <laughs> Luis has the header. Generals gathered in the masses. Thank you for putting this together, Luis. Dun, 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 dun. Dragon Lee versus Escobar, which I think should be a whole bunch of fun. Yeah. Uh, Rhea Ripley versus Zoe Stark, which should also be a whole mess of fun. Oh, yeah. 
Gunther versus The Miz, which I hope is great. Yeah. I know the Gunther part will be. There's a part of me that wants it to be a two-minute squash. Yeah. Um, but we will see. And then your <laughs> women's war game matches, Team yeah. Good Gals versus Damage Control. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the men's board game match, Cody's All Stars versus Judgment Day and Drew McIntyre. So, mm-hmm. and I the return say- of the Circular Motion Punk. Uh, don't forget <laughs> circular about Circular Motion <laughs> Punk is so good. <laughs> oh, I love that. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean the return of Randy Orton should be awesome. Like that should be very interesting. We'll see if maybe he turns. They might wait on that. That could be a fun, like, post-Mania Cody feud, possibly. Maybe let him get his his return love first. But Can I ask you a question? See, Do you think, before we get out of here, that that place is going to go nuts if you know he who, he, he who is nameless doesn't show up? What do you do? You think that crowd is going to try to they try to hijack SmackDown today in the girls' match? I don't know oh, if you they, heard they, it. There were a couple of CM Punk chants tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, There's going to be how... CM Punk chants. I don't think it's going to get too out of hand though. Okay. I don't because they've they've really um if they flat out tell you Randy Orton's the guy like they're they're spoiling a return pop in advance so that you don't go in there and get disappointed by it. Um, I. I think though there will be chance. I think there might be some booze, but I don't think it's going to be like as insane as maybe people are anticipating. Cause I think the people that are going to go are going to be excited and I think they're going to get a good show. I do. So we'll say so. that it's funny how DX is running WWE. Now, if we had this Shinsuke Nakamura, when he turned heel on EJ on AJ, WWE was like, no, it's not punk. It's Randy. Uh, not punk. He's the poster. <laughs> So I, uh, yes, I, this version of Shinsuke is what (laughs) I have, what has been missing for him this entire time. Like NXT Shinsuke was awesome. New Japan Shinsuke is my God, the foundation that, that, um, whole promotion ran on his shoulders for a really, really long time. That guy was as integral as Okada is now. Um, really, really, really incredible. But uh, this presentation of him has been the best, and I would love to see them run it back with AJ. That could be really, really fun. I agree. But that is all from us today. We've got so much stuff coming your way this weekend. WrestleCade is, of course, going on as is tradition, and we have Survivor Series happening for you. I will be on the main channel with Denise Salcedo. Just wanted to show off this amazing sign that was on the crowd today. That is beautiful. Bluetooth.com, COVID Fightful, if you don't want to do that too quickly. But we will wrap it up here. Uh, yes, so much on the main channel. Me and Denise Salcedo with your Survivor Series review. I'll hop on with uh, Alex Pulowski after that review to do what we normally do behind the paywall on Fightful Select. Sean said he might pop on for that, but we will see. Nice. Grapsity, of course. We've got a lot of content around the corner. We've got World's End happening. We've got so much great wrestling all on the horizon. Yes. But it is... Survivor Series weekend. Have a safe and wonderful weekend and enjoy it. But before we get out of here, Alex, where can the people get all of your extremely real, completely <laughs> confirmed scoops? My scoops could be found at. <laughs> Just uh, hit me up on Instagram, Alexis Cardoza. Threads is the same thing because it's connected. Um, I've been weeding myself off of the X. Just too much negativity and bad things happening. But I stick around because I have so many friends on there. 
Um, but it's just it's not a good place for a lot of people with uh, things. Uh, keep each other safe. Love each other. Happy, uh, you know, late Thanksgiving to everyone. If you celebrate um, the holiday season is here. It is prime time. Alex Cardoza, because I freaking love the holiday season. I am fully enshrined in in the musical flavors of Christmas. I'm ordering five thousand dollar lights to put on the house. That'll make it look like an airport. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> it is happening. I love you all. Thank you so much for your uh, support um, on everything that I do here with Fightful and outside of Fightful. Picks or it didn't happen with those lights, Cardoza, but you can find me. I will pick you. Please do. I will feel loved. I'll be on your Survivor Series team in a second. But you can find me at Miss Kate Fabe on X. You can find me at Kate's Instagrams on Instagram. You can find me at Miss Kate Fabe on my own YouTube channel where I do This Week in Wrestling. We run through the highlights of each show each week. This was like a weird week because I did a week and a half of last week and half of this week due to the holiday. And I'll do the same thing on the other end. Uh, also have some really... Uh, extremely silly content along the way to be perfectly honest we've got some fun things coming up there but would appreciate the support there i hit the magic number of 669 subscribers nice (laughs) we also do new japan strong watch alongs over there because i'm just in love with that brand we'll see what this roh partnership brings to it but uh those have been really really fun i really really liked what new japan and uh strong the subset of that have done uh specifically this year so hang out with us over on at Miss Fabe and get me to 769. Because there you go. Once the countdown, people are like, oh, get me to 1,000 for monetization, not me. Get me to the next 69 marker, please. I beg you. will retire once you reach 6,900. Yeah. 6,969, retired. And then retire again at 69,000. And then, there it is. you know, 600. Yeah. Just 69 million. Give her million. love, man. Just yeah, give her love. And subscribe. Just, click, just click the button. Tap the bell for notifications. It's all fun yeah. over there. So yeah, It's all fun. Guys, have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy Survivor Series. I'll see you back with that review. Whether you're on Fightful or Fightful Select, I'll be there. You can't get away from me this weekend. So I appreciate you so much. Have a safe and wonderful wrestling weekend. We're out of here. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.